welcome to another episode of The Main Straight, the official F1 in Schools podcast. So glad you could join myself. Uh, I am, for those who don't know, Tom Deacon, uh, the host of F1 in Schools, many of the regionals and national finals, and most recently, the world finals at Silverstone in 2022. But I am currently standing at the Autosport International event for the Lenovo F1 in Schools UK national finals. Very exciting stuff. I'm currently stood by an Aston Martin F1 car and I am so thrilled. I cannot wait for it. An in-person national final. It doesn't get any better than this. Oh, it does actually. Wait a second. I'm joined by PDC. That's what we call him on the podcast. It's Max Fernley, the producer, director and co-host. Max, we have made it to an actual in-person final. Oh, it's, it's, it's brilliant. We're finally back. I can see you live in the flesh. You're a 3D image now. You're not on a screen. Uh, it's cool to have an F1 car by us. I won't lie. I'm geeking out a little bit. Uh, a lot bigger in person, aren't they? Yeah, a lot bigger. And the speed that they go on track is incredible. And I'm seeing a few of our competitors, the teams arriving at the moment. The last time we did an in-person final was back at Airbus Factory up towards Chester. So that was back in 2019. It's now 2023. So much to get into in today's podcast, but as you can tell, myself and Max are very excited. What have we got coming up on the podcast? Are we going to chat to some of these teams? Oh, well, you're pretty busy, I've heard, for this national. So you have a big role in this one, it seems. Uh, mm. A bigger role than mine, you could say, being the, the host <laughs> of the entire event. So... Uh, I'm going to be taking. I'm going to be taking the microphone, and I'm going to be. Uh, it's not going to be me talking. We didn't agree with this at all. You're going to be taking the microphone and interviewing oh, people it's going today. To be me. I'm taking over the podcast. I'm taking. Well, to be fair, yeah, I have to go on track, and I have to race the cars. I've also got to do the pit walks. So, so actually, that's a great idea. I'm going to pass the mic to you, and we should crack on with the podcast and the F1 in Schools UK National Finals. Absolutely. Let's get to it. So I've been walking around the pit displays, looking at everything, and I've come across CHS Lightning's bright yellow pit display. I'm currently in there bright yellow high vis to match the part uh, I re I'm, I'm really looking like I'm part of the team now what do you think you look amazing you look a, like a true nightmare now there's no bias I've got to be uh, completely uh, with everyone in unison I've got to like every team but I am enjoying wearing the bright yellow high vis I think I do stand out uh, everything is yellow I, I you can't see this but I'm looking at this stand everything and anything is yellow uh, what is the reasoning for yellow the reason for yellow is because we wanted to stand out and also be bright because our ethos is kids in STEM. Therefore, we wanted to stay away from the stigma colors of pink and blue. So we wanted to be bright, yellow, attract kids. And also, lightning, they're assumed as yellow in color books, so it matches perfectly. Yeah, and lightning striking and yellow is a striking color because you can see it from a mile away. Uh, you couldn't have more convenient pit, uh, pit display, actually. Sponsored by Aston Mine, and you're right in front of an Aston Mine F1 car. It's perfect. You've got a great view of all the cars from your pit display. Uh, you couldn't have had it better, actually. You've had a really good position in it. Giant metal plinth in the middle of your pit display. That's cool. Looks heavy. 80 kilograms. 1,000 pounds worth of steel. Yeah, I don't think I can lift that. Uh, it's a bit too heavy for me. It's been brilliant speaking to you both. Uh, see you later. See you tomorrow for the awards, actually. Yeah. Okay, so I've been walking around and I've come across Team Tanwen who have a bamboo tree set up in their pit display. So I'm going to come to Alice to find out about that one, I think, because it, it's got me curious. 
Yeah, so uh, this is our uh, bamboo tree. And what's really interesting about this bamboo tree is that we've already set up these molds, which means that when the bamboo tree is going to grow in the season, in the growing season, which is around April and June in the UK, uh, the bamboo is going to grow in the shape of um, an axle so that we will then be able to use that on our car in the next season to help make our team more sustainable and less reliant on steel. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not going to be on video this episode, so, but... What I have right in front of me is a bunch of axles that are going to end up growing on the tree, which is really impressive. I'm, I'm enjoying this site. There's a lot of teams that have gone sustainable for this. Uh, these have took a different angle and are growing their car, which is very cool. Uh, so talk me through the car design. I want to know about all the different designs. Are these all prototypes that you got down here? Yeah, so um, all of us other than Devon have competed in the competition before. So here you can see all, all the different cars that we've designed to. You can see our regionals car and also it from teams which we've been a part of before. So like here you can see uh, our car from last year, which was in a team called Astra. So yeah, you can kind of see the development of our car. Uh, here, this one, which I know you can't see, but um, this car is our regionals car. And uh, compared to our car this year, I think you can really see the development. You can see how it's become more streamlined. You can see how the front wing has changed. Uh, and it's also become shorter. So I think, yeah, it's really nice to have them to compare against each other that you can see that they are different. Cool, yeah, there's definitely a lot of difference in the, uh, the whole designs of your cars. It's cool to see. Uh, named, I'm intrigued by the name, Tanwen. Uh, does the bamboo tree have something to do with Tanwen or is it? Uh... Uh, the bamboo tree doesn't have something to do with Tanwen. It's actually a Welsh name. It's a Welsh girl's name, which means holy fire. So uh, tan, tan means fire in Welsh and we're all Welsh speakers. So we really wanted to incorporate that in our team. And we're also an all girls team. So we thought got to go with a girl's name and it's our car's name as well. The car is named Tanwen. And uh, yeah, it's a nice part of our culture to bring into the team. Right, well, that's me, you're uncultured completely and completely getting things wrong, but it's cool to know. That's a really interesting fact. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for letting me speak to you. Uh, yeah, I'll see you around. Good luck. Uh, hope you're enjoying the competition so far. Thank you. Bye. Deal. Okay, so it's, it's, we, it was going to be just a Tom interview, but now we've got Tom Milner and Nelson Vale. They've both come over, international projects manager and nationals it's your first event tom how's it how's it feel to have uh, to be in charge have your own uh, big role it's your first time as f1 in schools national project manager first year and you've had regionals it was virtual but now it's in person how's it feel it's been absolutely amazing to see all the teams the events running absolutely beautifully uh, the hard work uh, from the teams is shown through and their pits look absolutely amazing the team kits are absolutely amazing the racing's been absolutely fantastic and i can't wait for the award ceremony that's coming up very soon to find out who's going to be crowned our uk national champions yeah i can't wait to see what teams are going to be up there on the podium and then we got nelson international a man the myth the legend everyone loves nelson everyone he's an icon how's it are you proud of tom for setting up this nationals event I'm super proud of Tom. He's shown that he's more than capable to deliver the biggest of the events. And uh, I'm proud of having him uh, helping in uh, uh, delivering the next World Finals. But you know what's more important, Tom? It's the privilege to working with people like Max. Absolutely. He's been outstanding delivering all the social media for the event and helping out. Without him, this would not be possible. Yeah, and let's flip it a little bit here, Max. I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, I'm excited now. Go on. What, what questions you got for me? What's been your favourite moment from a social media point of view so far throughout the course of the uh, day and a half that we've had? 
Oh, there's so many amazing moments. So uh, we've got so many exciting teams that have been talking to me. He's given me ideas. They've given given me ideas. There's uh, CHS Lightning who we're gonna, who I've done the interview with. I've spoke to them. They're like flexing their in, their views. So I'm now having a competition with teams on how I can uh, do well with the social media. But uh, it's really nice to see the competition go all well and get that all posted out on social media. It's 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 cool to have this event at Autospot. Yeah, it's amazing. We've got to thank Autosport and all of our partners uh, for helping support us to run this absolutely amazing event. And I think it's a special mention to the judges as well. Uh, we can't do it without the judges um, helping and supporters, giving up their time for the students. Uh, I know they've had a fantastic time having spoken to all the judges and they are absolutely astonished by the work that we've got there uh, by all of the teams. So well done and a massive thank you from uh, all of our judges and all of our partners as well. Well, and if anyone listening to this podcast, we can say that you can be the next judge. If you finished your F1 School's journey, send us an email, show us that you're interested, and you may get an invitation. Uh, we've got to also uh, just say a massive thank you to uh, all our helpers, our alumni. So we've got um, plenty of people and students who've competed before coming back to help and support us uh, out on the track, in our studio, helping run guests um, to and from different places. And uh, if you're listening and you're on a team and you've just finished and competed in our nationals um, and you want to get involved and help out F1 in schools, just drop an email into uh, myself or Nelson and I'm sure we can try and get you out on track or part of our production team. There we have it. So if you want to get involved with F1 in schools, you know what to do now. It's been great talking to Tom and Nelson. Uh, I look up to them. They're very uh, big people here at F1 in schools. I have a we love you, Max. <laughs> I have Nelson's guidance for my job. He's my supervisor, so it's always nice to get a little chat with him and uh, get a bit of a, an ego boost off him. But thank you, Tom. Uh, good luck with the rest of the event. Uh, excited for the awards later. See you later. Thanks very much, Max. See you soon. So I've just been wandering around. We're by the Aston Martin F1 car now. I'm here with... I'm Andrew Brown. I am head of uh, R&D for Aston Martin F1 team. So I'm here with the, the real big cheese, really, at the event. There's a, the, lots of uh, alumni and F1 employees walking around. It's a big event. Can you uh, introduce a bit more about yourself? Have you got any more special details, maybe about F1 season? Any, any exciting... Yeah, well, it's a big season for us. Obviously, we're um, you know, still early days of the Aston Martin programme, but... Uh, it's going to be you know, a, a big year in terms of moving into our new factory. Uh, it's going to give us an awful lot of new technology and new, new facilities and things like that and really improve our competitiveness. So, yeah, it's early days yet, but uh, it's a big year coming up. Nice, nice. But uh, the, you're not here for talking about F1. You're here about, you're a judge. You're a judge for event. How have you found it this year? Have you enjoyed judging? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's the first time I've been. Um, I did some virtual uh, online uh, judging last year, so that was my first introduction to the competition itself. But this is the first time I've done it in person. It's just absolutely fantastic. I'm blown away by the standard of the students. I mean, if I, I have to keep reminding myself that they're actually school students and not university students. Uh, you know, the level that they're at is so far beyond where I was at their age. It's just incredible to see. And um, yeah, what a platform. It's just amazing. Uh, the things that they're learning and the things that they're able to do, it's just brilliant. No, it's truly amazing how smart these kids are. I, I could not see myself as a younger me here as, uh, as smart as them. Just, it's impressive how smart they are. Can you see any of them working in F1 in the future? Absolutely, yeah. I've, I've given them a few of my, my contact details already because, um, you know, what I see is the, is the passion that they've got um, and they just need that opportunity. And, you know, this is an opportunity in itself, but to, you know, mingle with the other people myself, but other people working in Formula One, 
it just gives them that opportunity and I'm more than happy to help them. So I've given them my contact details and yeah, if they want to know more, I'm, I'm perfectly happy to help them. Of course, and that's a good thing about this event. You, It's perfect for connection making if you want to. And also just the, the skills that you get from F1 in schools, they're so, you can, I'm, I'm assuming they're very applicable when it comes to uh, being in F1 in general because we've got so much alumni here. We've got people at Williams, Mercedes. Have you got a highlight of the event so far? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I've seen such a different difference in standards uh, between the, the different uh, schools. Some of them are obviously first-timers, others have been here time and time again at a, re a really high level, but actually it's the, some of the, um, the sort of underfunded teams that I've seen, some of the, the thought process that they put into it. One of the, the teams that we judged had made you know, some really, really clever uh, test equipment out of some really, really basic equipment that they had. And uh, it was just amazing to see what they'd done with so little. And to me, that's just what this is about. You know, it's not about high spending, uh, high technology stuff that we have in Formula One. It's about the resourcefulness. And that just came through so strongly. So those are the kind of kids that we want to see in Formula One because when they get hold of the, the right tools, they'll just, they'll just fly. And um, it was just brilliant to see. So. Yeah, it's been brilliant talking to you. You've got some judging to do now, so uh, I'll, I'll let you go on with that and stop wasting your time, I guess. Uh, thank you so much for talking to me, Andrew. No problem at all. Thank you very much. Okay, so I've dragged aside Team Blackout. Well, three members of Team Blackout. Introduce yourselves. Hello, my name is Adam and I am the media manager. Hello, my name is Leith and I'm the marketing manager. Hi, my name is Aman and I'm the relations manager. So, those who don't know Blackout, they came second at Worlds last year. They had a really exciting finish. Didn't expect to the podium. I remember their faces from Worlds. They had a very shocked look on them. I think he was crying. I seem to remember he was in tears. But it just shows the raw emotion that this competition produces. How does it feel to have experienced the World Final and be on the podium? Um, the experience of the World Finals was actually it was an unforgettable experience, to be honest with you, because we met so many teams from many different cultures, many different countries, and it was just lovely to see everyone's work, including our work, just like come together and see the result of our work. And you can see we put in so much effort into our work, and I think that's ultimately why we came second in the end. Now, if you have any advice for future teams, if, I'm sure you've given advice to your, uh, the team that you mentor in. Um, what advice would you give? I think the best advice is to stay consistent. Even if you don't do much work one day and do a lot the other, as long as you keep it consistent throughout, then you'll always get something done. And having confidence in your work and in yourself is so important. When you're presenting yourself and your team, having confidence behind you makes you look 10 times better. And as they say, fake it till you make it. That is the truest statement you'll ever hear. Exactly, fake it till you make it. But if you're a team listening now that uh, is already competing and you need some advice, they have it. Now, what reason would you give for people to join F1 in schools? What, 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 what makes it worth joining F1 in schools? It's the most versatile competition on the planet. All ages, you can, there is not one F1 session, F1 lesson I do without walking out learning something new, feeling good about myself. It's, you learn about every single aspect of the world, really helps you with your future, and overall, it's a great team bonding experience. I'm not even exaggerating. My true best friends I found through F1, and I, it really is a memorable experience. Are you hoping to work in a career in F1, any, any of you three? Are you wanting to pursue a career in engineering or the business side of F1? Or are you wanting to go to other STEM in industries? Because not everything about F1 in schools is you want to go into F1. These factors that you have in STEM, it applies to so many different careers. We've got people that are BAE, they've gone all over the place. Uh, are you all wanting to go into F1, hopefully? Um, I'm hoping to get into that industry actually. I'm, I'm applying to do a, a master's in aeronautical engineering, which I think is a 
definitely really useful for this. And I know there are uh, Lathan and Man, they, they're interested in other subjects within this F1 competition. Um, I'm really, really interested in engineering. Um, but I'd like to take a different route down the STEM path. I'd like to, um, I'd like to be involved in medicine and helping people. But obviously, that's not to say that the skills I've gained from F1 in schools have helped me to develop myself and my career, my future career. So I'm really happy. Uh, I was involved more in the enterprise side of the uh, competition. Uh, things like networking and marketing our team and our brand. So I think I'd like to take that, but also mix it with STEM uh, when I open my own medical practices in the future, hopefully. That's perfect. So even if you do want to, if you don't even want to work in STEM, you can use the skills you've gained over the time of being in F1 in schools and apply it to future careers. So that's perfect. Well, anyway, thank you so much for speaking to me, guys. You've been brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so it's awards day. We've made our way around to the Eclipse uh, pit display. It's your final year here. How does it feel to be at uh, Autospot? It's really cool here today. There's a really nice energy in the room, and yeah, it's a really beautiful opportunity. So we're excited. You reckon you've got what it takes uh, to bring home the national uh, trophy? We have no idea, to be honest. The standard here is so good. Um, we're proud of what we've done, but we're proud of everyone else too. So it, it's, it's yeah, no idea. You should have more confidence. I think uh, I think Eclipse look that you've looked pretty strong on track. There's, there is some strong contenders. Anyone you're scared of? Uh, not scared of, everyone's so nice, but yeah, no, we're proud of what we've done. It's good to be not scared. Have that confidence that you're going to win. I can see your cars on display. There's a lot of progression in the way that you've designed the cars. Uh, is your World Finals car on display there? Yeah, it's just down here. Um, so, uh, just to talk it through, um, Javier, do you want to talk through the car a little bit? I, can, I could talk you through the car. Um, so yeah, we've changed a few things for our World Finals car, and that was basically just to, to ensure we were compliant with the regulations. Um, we had a few issues at the World Finals, and we basically wanted to ensure that we're all compliant uh, when, we, when it came to the National Finals. So yeah, that, that was our main changes. Right, thank you guys so much. Uh, good luck, it's awards day. I hope to see you on the podium. I hope to see everyone on the podium, but I can't. So good luck. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> I'm here at the F1 in Scores uh, Nationals event at Leaf One's pit display. Uh, they've, got, they've gone with a highly sustainable option, but I'm here with the enterprise manager, Mr. Elliot Blaze. Did I say your name right there? Yeah, you did. Uh, great to be here. Uh, great to be on this. Uh, really excited for today. I'm really excited to see what we can do. Cool. So talk me through this. So I've seen you've got uh, bottle caps. I heard you speaking to Tom earlier on the stage. Uh, talk me through it. What's uh, What's the whole sustainability? Are you recycling them? Are you getting people to add to the bottle cap collection? Yeah, so we've had a few um, donations to the bottle cap box, uh, but essentially what it is, is we're introducing it as a year seven project. Uh, so year sevens, they bring their own bottle caps, they collect for about a week or two uh, from drinking bottles, um, and then they melt it down into these plastic sheets, which they can then cut into keychains and take home. And it's kind of all about introducing this re uh, renewability and sustainability early on in an engineer's life so that they can think sustainably for all their designs because obviously that's what the future is going to be. It's going to be sustainable. We need to be sustainable. Nice, that's really cool. So it's a, it's a good little thing to add to your pitch display. Certainly adds to the sustainability factor. Um, I'm also seeing, well, I'm not, not just seeing, I have jumped on your pitch display because they have... Uh, 
platforms. Uh, you'll need to talk me through the engineering of that in a minute, but they have pa platforms that you can jump on to power a light bulb, three light bulbs specifically. Uh, so what's the reason behind that one? So it's pretty cool. I'm enjoying the, the, the exercise. It's most ex <laughs> Not that I need it. I've done enough steps uh, this week already, but uh, talk me through it. So once again, pushing the renewability, sustainability. Um, it's uh, basically just using the everyday function of walking, uh, which is, well, you can just power it without even realizing it. It could be under carpet and you wouldn't even be realizing you're walking on it and it'd be producing electricity. And um, well, this is specifically paved gen technology, which um, when you step on it, uh, there's a small um, piece of metal that moves down the platform and hits another small piece of metal which creates kinetic energy, which is then used in the lights to power those lights. Um, so yeah, just pushing the sustainability aspect. So you've really pushed the limits to trying to find sustainable options to uh, get those maximum points for the sustainability. It's not just for the points, not just for the branding. It's, it's something that we really believe in. It's, it's almost like a, like a movement, you know? We want, we want people to see this and be inspired to do the same. Other teams see it and be like, wow, we can also do this. We can do this too. And that's why we're also open source. That means all our files and everything, our portfolios, our car, our designs, our sim testing is all released onto the internet. So other teams can see what we've done, how we've done it, and hopefully do the same. Exactly, exactly. Got to save the planet. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you very much. Finally, I've caught Tom in a time where he's not presenting on stage. It's very hard to get his attention when it comes to these events. He's always busy being the main star. Uh, but I've got him. He's live. He's right here. Hi, Tom. Uh, what did you mean? Yeah, that's implying that I don't have time for people. The problem is, with the national final, there's so many people to chat to, to catch up with. They've got questions. They need to be in the right place. They're to go through judging. You could just spend so much time just wandering around. I'm looking at the pit displays at the moment. I mean, some fantastic stuff from BV Racing. Uh, they were telling me, they caught me and they said, oh, we've got some rivals. We've got the Rapid Ravens. They beat us in regionals. And you just love these stories. Zephyrus, kid you not, lost a bag, two laptops in it, two wallets. It's just been found about five minutes ago. So there's joy, there's sorrow. There's just so much going on. And of course, there's been all the racing on the track and well done to Mitre Racing and Honeycomb who just overtook them. There's so much going on, Max. There is so much action here at the Lenovo F1 in Scores UK National Finals. I'm in shock at some of the team's pit displays. There's a big focus on the sustainability. Have you been around the pit displays? Have you had a look at all? Well, I've tried to, um, because as you pointed out, uh, never uh, a moment to, to be by myself, which I absolutely love. Um, Leaf One have shown me their bottle cap uh, collection area, which is just phenomenal. Uh, the team from towards Canterbury, and they have got their sustainability, they're making tiles. As Ellis, uh, one of their teammates, uh, explained to me, it's like, it's like you're just kneading dough with all of this plastic to I get the resin tiles. There's just so much going on. And then you've got one team, uh, I forget now, just off the top of my head, and I know you've just put me on the spot, but they're all the way over to the other side. Uh, they've got bamboo, so they're trying to be a sustainable. Oh, team Tanwen. Tanwen. Yes, of course. Now you've said it. Yes, they've got a whole bamboo plant over there. There is just so much to get into. And, of course, there's a few chocolates in a few of the pit displays. I've taken one of those. You've broken your New Year's resolution. I knew we were going to talk about this. I tried to keep up with the news resolutions. I did well for a week, but when the chocolate's there and it's free, I'm sorry, but I'm breaking my New Year's resolution. I feel bad, I feel bad. See, we've swapped. We, I, my New Year's resolution, if you remember, 
was to uh, have more chocolate. I didn't have any. I, I forgot. I was busy running around. Do you know what? You've got to set an intention like these teams have done. Set the intention and we're going to find out who is going to be on the podium later on today. And then, of course, Max, we've got the primary schools on Saturday. They're going to be coming along and competing. Teams like the Golden Eagles, Purple Flame, Raindrop Racing. They're all going to be arriving. There's just so much going on. So I'm here with... Craig Scarborough, also known as Scarbs Tech. So uh, you do a lot of the engineering sort of side of uh, F1. You like to look at that, don't you? Um, what's your favourite team for a start? We'll go with that. Uh, well, do you know what? I don't have a favourite team. I never have. I've never been someone that has a favourite anything. You know, you always get people, what's your top five songs or top five this or that or the other? I don't. I'm not one of these people that collects favourites. So I, you know, watch F1, don't have a favourite team. Come here today, it's been very hard to pick. Yeah, even a favourite team here. Of course. Well, we're not talking about F1. We're talking about F1 in schools. So, how, it, today's your first day. Well, today we have the, had the primary competition. It's your first time judging. Uh, you followed it, I'm assuming, along over the years. Uh, but it's your first time being actively involved physically at an event. How does it feel? Have you enjoyed your judging? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been an absolutely fantastic experience. It's been a real surprise for me. And... Um, I think what I've found is, you know, this is primary school kids and I'm chatting to the kids and they're telling me all about aerodynamics and drag and weight, and, you know, design and everything. And I'm, I'm listening to them like I'm listening to a Formula One technical director. Uh, you know, you don't see the child sat in front of you, you just see an engineer and it's been amazing. And I, you know, I've followed this category for so long now, it's great to finally come here and kind of get hands on and get involved with it. But the, the standard has just been so high. Can you see any of these, uh kids working in F1 and you analysing their work in the future? Absolutely. I mean, I think there's probably a handful of, um, you know, pupils here that have really stood out, of, are really on top of what they're talking about. I, you know, I had a, a year six pupil talk to me about opposing forces when talking about drag and weight and things. And it's like, you, know, you really know your stuff. You can really go somewhere. And then when you see the, the, the written presentations they've done as well, you see that you know some of them are starting to understand that they're writing down their process, not just their big ideas and their choices of colours. And you can see that they're really thinking about how you get into engineering these what you know on the outside look quite simple cars, but you know they're, they're quite delicate little instruments to get working really well. So yeah, I think there's a lot of talent here that's going. You know, I'm hopefully if I'm going to be uh, still working in this field by the time they've reached industry um, that I'll be asking them questions and they'll be as open today um, as they are in the future when they're on a Formula 1 team. Can you see yourself signing up as a judge for future events? Uh, do you know what, I would do this as a day job every day of the week for, with an eight hour shift just chatting to these pupils about the cars because the enthusiasm, the interest, the, you know, the just the, the, the sheer buzz that they get out of being involved in this just comes back at you and you know Everyone is slightly different, everyone's got a slightly different skill, something that they're more interested in than others. And it's just been fascinating. And, uh, you know, when you th I think that I've only been doing the primary group, but you've got all these older pupils doing, you know, the seniors, it's like, what level are they at? This must be incredible. What advice would you give uh, teachers wanting to, or people in the industry wanting to get involved in the judging? Would you uh, recommend it? Absolutely. If you work in industry and you're passionate about STEM and bringing in the next generation of engineers, get involved in this. If you're a teacher and you want to get, get your kids excited about STEM, get involved in this. And if you're a student, get involved. I mean, that's the key word, them two things. Just get involved in F1 in schools. It's a great programme. So you heard him. Sign up as a judge. It's way worth it. You get to experience all this amazing atmosphere. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, Craig. 
No, it's been a fantastic day. I can't wait to come back. I'll see you later. Hi, so the event's ended. I'm back with Tom, back with the actual host. I'm giving back the microphone. He gets to, he gets to take control of the podcast once more. Uh, but I'm going to give you an interview now. Oh, it's the end of the event. How have you found it? Do you know what, Max? It has been brilliant, and you have done a brilliant job. I'm actually very tired. I'm tired because I'm seeing all of the hard work, effort, and energy that all of the teams have put in. The primary class was phenomenal. Uh, so good to chat to those guys. And do you know what? I feel like everyone's done a brilliant job. I can now pack everything down and know that we've done the best job that we possibly could. No, the event's been amazing. The primary, it's so smart. Oh, it's been a brilliant day. They're very funny. They're, they're like accidentally funny. They just say the best answers. Yes, they do. Uh, and it's difficult to know which tangent they're going with. But what I can see from all of the work they've done, especially the pit displays, that they're definitely going to go on to the development class, professional class, maybe even uh, further on, maybe a formula student, the likes of Lawrence Vines. But listen, it's been amazing. Digest this. I can't wait to get back uh, for the February episode. Well, you know what? You did the intro of this one, so I'm going to do the outro. For once, I'm going to do it. Got to plug the socials. Follow us on all social media, F1 in Schools HQ. Uh, make sure you rate the, pod- the podcast five stars. Give Tom a congratulations over of all the social media platforms that we've on. Just because he's done such a s- superb job here at F1 in Schools. You're too kind, Max. Honestly, thank you very much for listening to the podcast, supporting it. Max did a brilliant job rounding things out. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>